Did you know that soccer is the most popular sport in the world? More than a billion people tuned in to watch the FIFA World Cup in 2018. But not everybody gets represented in FIFA. In this episode, producer John Longo teaches us all about CONIFA, a soccer association just for the stateless people and people from disputed territories. He'll introduce us to North America's three CONIFA teams and show us how ultimately... Playing sports is about finding community. This is Same Difference. If I said the word FIFA, you'd probably know what I was talking about. Not the FIFA video game, but the organization. The shadowy, shady organization that puts together the grandest of soccer events every four years. But what if I said the word Kanifa? I'm guessing not nearly as many of you would know. And that's understandable. It takes probably the most hardcore of soccer followers to be able to tell you what Kanifa is and does. CONIFA stands for the Confederation of Independent Football Nations, and they're the governing body for all non-FIFA-affiliated international soccer teams. An example of why CONIFA exists comes from Canada. Here, it can feel like the center of sport is in Toronto, but often people in Vancouver or Montreal feel aggrieved when the Canadian national soccer team plays all its home games in Toronto, or doesn't feel connected to a Toronto team like the Raptors or the Blue Jays. When either of those teams goes deep in the playoffs, they've been anointed Canada's team. But Canada is a massive country with distinct regions and cultures. So this is a reason why Kanifa exists. To give people who don't feel connected to their country's national team, or feel more connected to their specific region, a chance to feel represented. So it's easiest to explain Kanifa in its similarities and differences to FIFA. First, let's start with all the teams that would play under FIFA. This would be all the major countries of the world, like Spain, all the way down to a microstate like San Marino. Canifa, on the other hand, includes disputed territories, stateless people, or distinct regions all over the world. So under Canifa, instead of seeing an Indian national team, you'd see a team representing the Punjab region in India. And this team includes people of Punjabi descent who reside anywhere in the world. There are teams representing the Rohingya people in Myanmar, the Chagos Islands, a territory in the Indian Ocean, and Sicily, an island in the Mediterranean Sea and a part of Italy. Every team that plays under Kanifa exists for a different reason. No two stories or histories are the same for any two Kanifa-affiliated teams. Cuscatan, a team representing the indigenous Nuaja or Pipil people of western El Salvador, is one example of why people decide to found a Kanifa team. The Asociación de Fútbol Cuscatán president, Brian Rodriguez, shares a part of these people's history in El Salvador. The language and the culture almost nearly got eradicated, especially after the Spaniards came. And mainly at the 19, you know, the massacre in the 1930s where um, there was an uprising with the Papillo community. They, um, they tried to fight for their land because they, it was getting stolen from, of course, external influences and companies external of El Salvador. So the government killed thousands and thousands of them and um, 
created laws stating if you practice or if you speak any anything pipilin huat anything like that you're going to be automatically killed so for decades people were scared to you know speak the language and practice the culture or not because of fear of you know punishment from uh, the government after an executive committee vote only a few months ago in July Cuscatan became one of the newest members of Canifa Rodriguez says he helped found this team to represent his people and help preserve their language and culture. All they want it from the community, and you can ask any elders there, is they want the language to live. They want the culture to live, and they want it to be, they want it to spread as much as they can. And by doing so, with, with um, our help, bringing this to an international stage through football, not only will it help spread the language more and the culture, let people be aware of it, but at the same time, we can help these kids in which we want to do, you know, create a soccer program so that in the future they can be able to bring that culture and that heritage and that language, you know, on the pitch and on the field and share it with other Kanifa members who themselves want to spread, you know, their own story to the international stage. Rodriguez believes the international stage is the best way to spread their culture and language. Spread the word, increase the, um, the awareness of our heritage and culture and just, you know, Hopefully, if we do it on an international scale, we'll be a Kanifa or Wufa, whoever, you know, we'll be able to, um, everyone will be much aware, especially of Salvadorians that are living abroad, because we have so many Salvadorians living abroad, you know, they they, they, don't, they probably don't know not one or two, you know, instances of this culture. So um, we hope that by bringing it to an international scale and have people properly represented, you know, we can help bring programs and help all the current programs in the country to, you know, expand efforts to bring the culture and language back to its roots. Cuscatan is only the third North American team to join Canifa. The other two have Canadian connections. One of those is Cascadia. And just like the first time you heard Canifa, if you don't know what Cascadia is, don't worry either. Let me explain. Cascadia is probably more commonly referred to as the Pacific Northwest. This includes Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia. Cascadia is essentially defined as a bioregion that is geographically, culturally, economically, and environmentally distinct from the surrounding regions. And Cascadia means something to me because it's where I'm from, specifically Victoria, British Columbia. For a long time, I never thought of Washington and Oregon as closely tied to my home, but they are. That's why this region even has a name and a shared cultural feeling. That's what the Cascadia team is built on. The team has been around since the beginning stages of Canifa. Both Canifa and the Cascadia Association Football Federation were founded in 2013. But whereas Canifa held a World Cup in 2014 and 2016, Cascadia didn't even play a match until the 2018 World Cup. Aaron Johnson, the president of the Cascadia Association Football Federation, explains. 2018, I got a call from Canifa saying they needed another team in the uh, uh, for the World Cup and if it were a North American team and if we'd be interested um, and that's where we kind of it just kind of just said yes and um, got players interested got a coach interested and started raising more funds from there and so that that was kind of the the catalyst I guess was that 2018 World Cup and I think I think our growth a little bit was was kind of paralleled to Kanifa's because I think they started in in 2013 2014 as well Cascadia's story is unique in its regard to their position in Kanifa. They exist not because of any dispute over territory 
or to represent a group of people within a country's borders. They exist to bring people together through shared interests, experiences, and environments, and create a community for them to belong to. So you, you kind of build, you build that, that self-identity, that community identity of togetherness, I guess. Um, so that, that kind of over time has become what Cascadia is. So the idea of being able to represent that regional identity on an international level was intriguing. The current state of Cuscatan, Cascadia, and Kanifa had to be put on hold this year when the 2020 Kanifa World Cup had to be canceled, like so many other events, because of COVID-19. It really entirely came down to, do we want to put ourselves, um, do we want to put the public, um, the people of Macedonia, um, in danger? Because at that, at that time that we made that decision, it was, I think it was April or May, um, with the tournament being held in June. Um, so at that point, it was the height of the paranoia, I think, of, of what COVID could be. Um, and uh, so we, we made the, the prudent decision to, um, to cancel the tournament, um, which I think was the, was the smart choice. But Johnson says he does not see the growth of these organizations being hampered in the long term and expects the rate of growth they've experienced to continue. As far as it being a positive or negative thing, I think, I mean, COVID has definitely been a negative thing for everybody. Um, but I think that Kanifa was moving in a direction that was very, very positive and is very, very positive. And um, we are continuing that momentum um, and we're going to come out of this stronger than ever. Um, that's no, no doubt in my mind that Kanifa will come out of, out of this uh, pandemic stronger than ever. And, um, and, and there's incredible people that are working really, really hard. Um, and we're taking advantage of this downtime to, um, to, to bring people in, bring hard, hard workers in. Um, and those people now have the time to um, make plans, build the tools that, um, that our members need. And, and honestly, as, as, as speaking as Cascadia, um, given us the opportunity for Kanifa to build the tools that, that, that I need um, to build the Federation. One of Cascadia's main players at the 2018 World Cup was Patrick Wilson. Wilson is a coach and semi-professional footballer based in England who joined the team just before the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, so the, the story was it, was, it was a while ago to be honest, maybe like two, three years ago. So it might be a blur, but someone reached out to me on LinkedIn and basically he was saying, oh, they're, they're doing a World Cup in London, obviously like the Kanifa World Cup. And we're bringing players that are, have like tides, obviously America and, and Canada into to play a tournament. So I was just like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then, yeah, it, the, the rest was, was history really. So he reached out to me on LinkedIn and then literally the, the tournament was probably in May. And yeah, I just went up and played in, in London. Um, and, and, and did, I think we played maybe roughly around six games or so. Uh, my brother as well, who was playing over in professionally in Denmark, I sort of um, prompted him as well. I said, look, this is a tournament that's happening in, in May. Um, I've sent them your video, your highlight video. They're quite keen to get you over. And it worked out because his season was ending in Denmark. So he had like a few weeks off. So he was able to, tra they paid for him to travel from Denmark to London. And he spent two weeks in London and he played in the tournament, which was really good. Wilson is used to explaining his Cascadia heritage. 
I think, to be honest, this is a question that everyone asks me, but I have no clue. But we do have family that lives in, in British Columbia, Vancouver, that sort of area. But both my brother and I were born residents in, in Canada. So we have our, our Canadian passports, as well as we have our UK passports through, through my dad. So yeah, that, that's sort of what, what, what had happened. So the story was a lot of the players were, were based all over. Some were from Vancouver. Some were actually from England, but they had family that, that was in, that were Canadian. So we were all over from, from everywhere, yeah. Wilson says that playing at the Canifa World Cup in 2018 and playing with his younger brother there was a special experience. It's a good memory, obviously, for me personally, because I got to play with my brother. It's a rare, rare thing, really, because obviously I live, he lives in Denmark, I live in England. We don't get to really see each other, but then to be on the same pitch as him... Was, was good. And obviously it built a lot of friendships as well that, that we still connect over like on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, just see what people are doing, who's playing where, that sort of thing. So it was a good tournament, like well run, very, very good competition, like facilities obviously was all like semi-professional um, facilities here in, in the UK, but it was well run and it was, it was an excellent tournament to be honest. Cascadia holds a significant place in Wilson's heart as he has his jersey from the 2018 World Cup framed in his house. And he believes Cascadia and Kanifa's goal to provide players and fans with a sense of belonging is being achieved. Yes, obviously, like, just a bit more, like, freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to just sort of, like, branch off and, and do their own thing. I feel like, yeah, it's, a, it's quite a good thing that they're doing. Like, obviously, the tournament was 16 different teams, different countries and that sort of thing. So there's 16 other, other nations that are, are doing what, what, or 15, sorry, other nations that are doing what Cascadia was doing. So it is, it is quite good. And obviously there were loads of people that traveled over from, from America, that sort of thing. And they were quite like patriotic with the flags and they're quite passionate with it, which was good. Obviously like for, for myself, obviously not being there at first, I was just like, okay, it's just like another, another game sort of thing. But after the while, you, you sort of got that, that feeling like, okay, you're playing for Cascadia. It means a lot, that sort of thing. So it was, it was, it was good at the end. You, feel, you, you felt a part of the team at, by the end of the tournament. Even if you're not a soccer fan, I hope that you can now understand why Kanifa exists for reasons far outside the sport of soccer and simply playing matches. In a wider context, Kanifa exists to bring people together, create communities, and allow for a shared sense of belonging for people in areas all over the world. After learning more about Kanifa and Cascadia specifically, I'm inspired to join in the cause and share in this communal sense of belonging with a region I feel connected to. Cascadia's story resonates with me as someone who's passionate about soccer. It's amazing to feel this connection so close to home. The soccer guru, guru, funky word, guru, guru himself, John Longo, teaching me things I knew nothing about. And thanks to our executive producer, Emily Morantz, associate producer, Manuela Vega, artwork by Ben Shelley, theme music composed by John Powers. I've been your host, Gracie Bryson, and huge shout out to our goalpost, Amanda Capito. And remember, fitting in is overrated. <laughs>